The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and pandemic shenanigans. I mean, what else are you going to call it? <laughs> I was trying to think of like a viral, viral world that started with S and... I'm just not good on the fly. I would never be a stand-up comic. I don't know that I can't think of one either. But I, I mean, I might, I probably would have gone with Hot Zone or Outbreak Shenanigans. Mm, yeah, that Outbreak Shenanigans sounds a little bit like acne, though. I don't. That is not even remotely where my mind goes. Not even a little bit. Like I can't go with you on that one. Um, mostly because I just recently rewatched the show Outbreak, but uh. also because I've never in my life thought of like zits as an outbreak. I've, I've never, well, it's a breakout. I've, like outbreak, a break. I, I don't know from because they're so close. I know I, you break out in a zit, but I wouldn't say outbreak of zits. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's my my our minds work differently, Marion. That's why we have such excellent complimentary comedic stylings. No, it's tr- absolutely absolutely no, no 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 for sure for sure um why don't you tell the people what podcast this is oh it is march 14th pie day uh, yeah waiting for that one and this is our 115th podcast not our last we are not suspending no which means that i baked 115 pies for pie day what, what else me? did i have to do during <laughs> self-isolation. Uh, I'm just kidding. I didn't bake a single pie. But um, I did a lot of other activities today already. <laughs> Dude, with your five pounds of blueberries, you could make a blueberry pie. Shit, seriously. I still can't. Okay, let's tell that story. So if you don't <laughs> if you don't follow me on Twitter, um, on... What are you doing with your life? First of all, what the fuck are you doing with your life? My Twitter is a fucking delight. Um, second... So on Friday, um, I have a friend, a coworker, and a best friend, and we play D&D together and everything. She's like my extension of myself after Carolyn left Austin. Um, and she uh, is out of town for the weekend, so I've been um, babysitting her cats. And so I went over on Friday, and as I was coming back, it was about 8 o'clock, and I was like, I'm just going to drive past where the HEB is, and I'm going to see what the parking lot looks like. Because I do have some – I need food. Because if I can't go eat out every single meal like I've been doing the last four weeks, then I'm going to need food in my house. Um, so I'm not even in a hoarding situation, just in a I need to feed myself. Mm-hmm. So I stopped by, I, I drove by it. It was, the parking lot was only half full. So I was thinking to myself, oh, that means A, either everybody in my surrounding area has already gotten all their groceries, or B, there's literally nothing left on the shelves. Guess which it was. <laughs> I know how the story ends, so... <laughs> nothing, nothing left on the shelves. I'm walking up and down these aisles, and I'm sitting here. I, I would pick up something that was on the shelf, and if I could... I, I asked myself, as I was walking by, can I make a meal out of this? And if the answer was yes, I put it in the cart. And if the answer was no, I left it for somebody else to find. Um, but... I had been talking to my sister for months now about getting into making smoothies in the morning. So I was driving, I was driving my cart past the frozen section because there was no produce left in the store. Literally not a single potato. so bizarre. I I mean, I know what potatoes keep. And so I went to the store yesterday too. I, for dinner stuff, not for hoardy stuff. And yeah, like there was a lot of produce. I mean, the potatoes were gone. Onions were gone. I was surprised and delighted by the fact that people were buying onions yes to make their food taste good um yes but there was like all like all the vegetables were still there there was i mean i'm not even exaggerating the only thing left in the entire section was a tub of brussels sprouts and oranges that's That's it all that was in there keep guys i know reason i did not get my own oranges i just walked past the oranges because i was like they're probably the shit oranges but anyway <laughs> uh so i know I, I don't make sense i walked by the, the frozen, smoothies the frozen them, fruit and like veg section too and there was nothing there either until i got to the very end there were like this selection of bags of um uh the organic ones that are slightly more expensive and 
I am able to afford those things when I don't buy them all the time and when I'm not eating out every single meal like I've been the last four weeks. So I decided to, you know, just grab some of the organic ones. So I got I got I got a bag of melon balls. <laughs> because that was it. And then I got several bags of like chunks of pineapple and some mango. And then at the very bottom, like I don't know, Satan coming up from his pits of hell was <laughs> this Five pound bag of frozen blueberries. That was literally $16. And I said to myself, will you ever eat that many blueberries? And to myself, I said, yes. So I grabbed this five pound bag of blueberries and spent $16 on it. But now I'm going to have blueberries for the rest of my life. So who wins? You? H-E-B. H-E-B did. Because okay. I mean, every small business that sells food in the city is dying, except for the grocery stores. And the only grocery stores we have available are H-E-B, so... Yeah, that's true. And Whole Foods, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing I couldn't get that I did want was eggs. Like, mm-hmm. every single egg was gone. But my parents um, have chickens and a shit ton of eggs, so I'm actually meeting my mom in Dripping Springs tomorrow to pick up eggs from her. Cool. <laughs> so I can make things. That's good. I mean, so you can make blueberry pie. Um, you could make blueberry jam. You can obviously do smoothies. Um, yeah, my plan is to do a lot with of smoothies. The smoothies is that this is also helpful if you decide to make any of your own homemade blueberry jam. Um, blueberry skin has a lot of pectin in it, so mm-hmm. it naturally makes a much thicker jam or smoothie. Right. No, I've I've had. I mean, I've had blueberries and smoothies before. This is not my first time at the rodeo. I just, um, yeah, this is my first time making my own blueberry smoothie. Yeah, so just just be, bear that in mind that you're going to have to put in more milk or whatever whenever you oh. make a blueberry smoothie. Milk? I have orange juice for that. Thanks. Okay. I, or whatever. <laughs> you know you know what also wasn't left at the grocery store? Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I did get some milk, but I had to purchase coconut milk because that is the only milk that was available to me wow um they they didn't even have any oat milk left it was literally just coconut uh and i've never had coconut milk before except the like the super condensed one that i use in the cookie the uh, vegan cookies i make Mm -hmm. so it's i made um meyer mac with it earlier so it's a whole new world out there (laughs) (laughs) so strange well Technically, we talk about hockey on the show. Yeah, so I guess we can do, I mean, unless they're, I mean, everybody knows. We're suspended. It's fine. Right. We're, we're not and playing games. Suspended shenanigans. God. Took I so know. long. But we got there. At 10 whole minutes, but here we are. Well, <laughs> no, that's just since we started recording. Who knows how long we've been actually on the show. Um, so anyway, yeah. So yeah. Um, and you know what's kind of funny is, I say this every week when we record, is I literally like, I so I would I have had pretty bad allergies um, the last couple of days. I was down for the fucking count Monday and Tuesday, and um, the Stars played Tuesday night, and I was like literally I was like sitting down after I'd made dinner, and I was like, oh, I could watch the Stars tonight. And then I logged onto Twitter, and everybody was bitching about the game and how bad it was going. And so I was like, I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna. <laughs> You know what? I could go ahead and love myself instead. I'm going to watch Charmed. <laughs> oh, that's not loving yourself either. It's a trip. I love it. I love Are it. Are you watching original Charmed? Oh, like, yeah. The original Charmed. Okay. Um, I have made so many runs at that show. Um, I have watched the first two or three seasons so many times trying to get all the way through it and at some point it just becomes so clear when Alyssa Milano takes over and like it becomes the Alyssa Milano show and everybody else is just scenery in the background and that is when I just get so annoyed by absolutely everything that I have to just walk away from it because I can't I can't handle it yeah she's the least interesting sister (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that specific thing. I think... Maybe it's just because I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. I... In season one and season two, I actually think she's more interesting 
than in season three, which is where I am now with the mm-hmm. whole, this is the Cole storyline, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and that lasts the rest of the show, as far as I remember. Yeah. And, but the thing about her in season one and season two that was interesting is that she, she and everyone around her underrated herself. And now she's kind of got her shit together a little bit. So, like, that has gone away as both a character flaw and a character um, strength. You know, that she's smarter than she seems and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so all we're left with is, like, I love Cole and he's a half demon. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care about that. But also, really no one does. I'm not really watching watching it, right? Like, that's not the point. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is very fun to see see Shannon Doherty and Holly Marie Combs and Alyssa Milano when they were very young. <laughs> Holly Marie Combs is my favorite part of that show. Oh, I just love Piper her. is my favorite. For sure. Piper is... Piper is the best sister. <laughs> Piper is my favorite sister. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Love her. Uh, So, again, we were going to eventually talk about hockey. Um, Oh, right. (laughs) Do we think the stars are glad to have a second break? I mean, it came in, like, they, they still hadn't won a game. I feel like the players probably aren't happy to have the break, but maybe the people coaching them are. <laughs> Interim head coach Rick Bonus gets to keep his job longer than he thought. Yeah, I mean, isn't isn't he here till the end of the season regardless? Like, yeah. Jim Nill is like, this is our man. Um, but I would say that the Stars, the Stars players are, I would, if I were, I know, I can't put myself, but okay, so like, based on everything I know about professional sports players Mm -hmm. they would not be happy to be going on to this enormously long hiatus which is probably going to be lasting for the rest of the season on a loss yeah on a streak of losses yeah so i would say they're probably not happy for with that but i would say that probably the people in charge of them are in the sense of like using it as a factory reset yeah so yes and no I, I agree with you. I think for me, it's more of one of those things. It's like we saw them come out of the all-star break firing on all cylinders and actually uh-huh. playing pretty well. And so I'm wondering, you know, maybe if we get lucky and we do flatten the curve and the virus, you know, doesn't spread as much as we think it's going to, like super knock on wood kind of stuff, and the season gets restarted in two, a month or two. Um, that is so incredibly optimistic. I'm... It, I realistically, I have no, I don't think we're going to have a season. Like I, I realistically, I think it's done. I'm not well, going mean, to lie, but like. It's the 14th of March and the season would have been over the first week of April anyway. Right. But the playoffs and all of that. Oh, you don't think we're going to have playoffs either? No, I think it's going to be done. Like I, I don't think kids are going back to school this year. I don't think we're going to have championships. I think the Premier yeah. League is going to get called, which Frankly, because the Premier League, the champion is the one that mathematically wins, like, like has the most points. Like, that's a little bit different than like um, sure. the NBA or NHL. But right. like, I don't, th- I don't think shit's happening. I don't think shit is happening. And I know they asked for um, owners, a team owners, and arenas to have arena availability through July. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think. I think by the time this passes through, we won't even have time to get to. July. You know what I mean? Sure. So we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. It'd be good if I was wrong, right? It's one of those things where it's like, uh, maybe I my realism is too pessimistic, but um, and I, I mean, sure, it would be wrong. good if you were wrong, but I, based on the complete and utter lack of preparedness and the fact that we don't have the infrastructure available to deal with the little cases, mm-hmm. the, a lot of cases as we all get infected. Uh, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. I was thinking, so, um, Prashanth Iyer, if you don't follow him on Twitter, it's actually Iyer underscore Prashanth. You should follow him. He's great hockey follow. I mean, you're probably going to need to spell all of that. For <laughs> Uh, he's a great hockey follow. Um, he's actually a Red Wings fan, so pour one out. 
Um, but he loves, he, you know, he does some prospect work. Um, he's... Do we need to pour one out for Red Wings fans, really? Because, like... Rashad is a good guy, though. No, no, no. I meant in the sense of, I feel like it's a blessing for Red Wings fans. They don't have to watch <laughs> any more of this season. That's true. Like, of pour anybody. one out for the guys on top or for the Stars fans that don't get to see their team win again until 2021. Yeah. That's you know, fair. like the Red Wings are fine. That's true. That's true. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise for Red Wings fans. It's absolutely a blessing in disguise. Their <laughs> their their goal differential cannot possibly get any worse now. Um, they're at negative one hundred and twenty-two. I know. And all that number has done is get worse steadily this whole time. But oh you know what God. can't get worse anymore? Their goal differential. It, the as, season's over. If. If the season is well and truly over, you know what this means. What? They won less games in their regular season than the Boston Pride did. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's so good. That's and, so good. And Congratulations to, to the, the Boston Pride. And to make it even more, more stark, um... Ottawa only won 25 games this season. I think Boston was at 23 in a 24-game season. And then New Jersey only won 28. Oh, wow. (laughs) So the Boston Pride did better than one NHL team and basically just as good as another NHL team (laughs) in literally, literally a third of the games. Okay, so if if the season is over, do you know do you know how many games the Dallas Stars have played? I do, but you can say it. It's sixty nine. <laughs> Hashtag nice. <laughs> Going away present for us. <laughs> God, when I saw that the other day, I was like, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> We'll take those little, the little, the little things. It's the little victories it's that little you have victories. to. Absolutely. Um, now I've, oh, I forget where he was. No. Okay. So Prashant. So Prashant is, by his day job, um, a, um, a pharmacist. He actually is a, a hospital pharmacist working in cardiology. And, you know, so he's gone through medical school and all this kind of stuff. And... Um, so he has been putting together a lot of really good, like basically reading all the medical papers coming out about coronavirus and trying to like synthesize them for people. Um, because that's what he's really good at doing with hockey stats too. And he was saying our worst case infection rates did come down, which is good. Original estimates were 40 to 70% of the population. And now they're only 20 to 60. <laughs> but if you think about it, a 33% infection rate, a third of America, is 110 million people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no mm-hmm. fucking... There's no fucking way we finish the NHL season. Mm-mm. 33% of Americans is on the good side. Mm-hmm. Of the infection rate scale. Mm-hmm. That's 110 million people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway. I know. It's, I, let's not talk about scary stuff. <laughs> so what are you doing instead of watching hockey? <laughs> so instead of watching hockey, uh, well, okay, I can run you through what I did today. <laughs> um, you were live uh, tweet. We're going to live tweet it is what we're doing. It's like literally I, what we know is going to happen. I literally have been live tweeting my day. So, uh, I woke up this morning at 8 a.m. and I couldn't sleep anymore because I had been having weird dreams about dying. And um, I ate breakfast. And then I told myself, like, these are the things you're going to do next. You're going to go on a walk. You're going to maybe stop by Starbucks. Then you're going to come back and take a shower. So, I did all of those things. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. Then So, I was basically giving myself like little micro like challenges throughout the day. Um, just to kind of get through this first day of, but you know, the problem too, is that like, I've been so busy for the past 
four months mm-hmm. um, that I forgot what to do with a Saturday where I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, I'm kind so, of in the same place. And it's not even just like a Saturday where I don't have to do anything. It's a Saturday where my house is already clean because I was here almost all week. <laughs> oh, see, my house is not clean and I haven't been here all week. I've been at work. But because like my my workplace did not go to voluntary work from home until Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say voluntary work from home, I think the only reason that they made it voluntary is so that um, they made us all test our Internet and stuff on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And if your Internet did not test well enough or if you don't have the Internet at home, because we do have some old school people that, that work, um, then you had to you still have to go into work. That makes So sense. I think. Yeah. So I think the only reason they're making a voluntary is so that they don't have to send those people home home so they can have a free vacation yeah with pay um so those people are still at work um i and but they're also you know because it's so few people they're actually spreading everybody out in the office so they're not even necessarily at their own desks they're like kind of everywhere Mm -hmm. um so i mean they're trying to make take as many precautions as they can which i totally appreciate my work has been really good about it grant i stayed i would work from home tuesday and wednesday because i was allergy sick like Mm-hmm. When my allergies first hit, I'm, like, exhausted. Like, I slept for 11 hours Tuesday. I think it's funny that you get to say things like when my allergies first hit because your girl has year-round allergies and they never stop hitting. Yeah, see, I'm I'm lucky enough that I escaped Austin with only the mildest of seasonal allergies. Oh. And, um... Must be nice. It's pretty good. Uh... So yeah, like, so I was working from home Tuesday and Wednesday for that, but then my company is, um, everybody who can go remote is asked to go remote. We are strongly encouraged to go remote, so I am full-time remote now, um, because we do have to have people in the office because we are, we ship things. We like literally send things out. We receive and ship things all the time. So it's basically going to be those three guys Sometimes our customer service guy, who also is our facilities guy, is going to be in office as well. And then we, um, but yeah, like, so it's going to be a ghost town for quite some time. Yeah, so we will have some people that have to be there because the nature of my job, I don't really want to tell you guys where I work or go into that because that just seems a little intrusive. But um, I work for a nonprofit and we answer, you know, calls from the public and we also have to make calls out to the public and we also have a lot of mailing that we do so we have i um we all have soft phones now mm-hmm. one of the things that we did when we switched offices we also we all now have soft phones instead of desks phones desk phones um which is for the sole purpose of being able to operate remotely that was like their whole plan when we moved was to make that change as well so um i we we have actually had the oper- like the ability to work from home for all this time but they didn't really want that, and it was only for emergencies, and this was an emergency. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I te- you know, like I tested everything on Friday. I can make calls out. I can receive calls. Like all that's fine. So, um, but they are having like the non like the essential personnel still are at the office, and somebody is having to handle all of the mailings and all of that. So mm-hmm. that's that's still happening. But so I'm a little bit. I mean, I was complaining about this on Twitter, so if you follow me, you've you already seen this. I'm an extrovert. I really enjoy mundane office interaction. Um, it helps me stay focused. It helps me just feel better. Um, so I am not I'm particularly... so the opposite. <laughs> and a lot of people are. And in fact, most of the people I work with are are introverts. I'm pretty confident it's myself and one other, two, the, uh, two of the three salespeople. Who are extroverts. I, <laughs> I think I got more done on Friday afternoon from home in two and a half hours than I did the entire day on Thursday. And I, t- you know, I was productive on Friday too, but for very different reasons. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm probably going to have to like put together a schedule for myself on like taking breaks and taking walks and stuff like that. But also the hard part about this is it's not just work from home, right? It's social distancing. So it's not mm-hmm. like... You can go to the gym or, you Don't know what I mean? Starbucks. Yeah. Like, you can pop into Starbucks, but you can't work from Starbucks. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So that's going to be rough for me. So if anybody hears anything about good, you know, best practices for extroverts who are during this time, send them my way. I'm trying to collect all that information. Um, Do you but- have um, any local friends that you could co-work with? 
uh, yes-ish. Um, and I am actually planning on co-working with at my mom's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> like once a week. Because um, I know that we have spent enough time together that if they've got it, like I've already got it. Like, you know, I'm not worried about infecting. That way I don't infect anybody outside of that circle, right? Well, or yeah, attempt. that and like you're really only, so, I mean, social distancing, yes, but you can interact with people who are taking the same precautions that you are. That's exactly. part of the social distance. So like, as long as you know that they are at the same level that you are, right. then you should be fine. Um, so my friend Anna and I are going to co-work some next week. And uh, even though both of us are introverts and we don't necessarily need it, it's more like kind of helping stay on task, you know, having mm-hmm. somebody to eat lunch with kind of a thing, just having some, because if we're just sitting in our houses doing nothing, like, ooh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Even even introverts will go crazy after a little while. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But things I've started doing, um, I'm back on my Duolingo bullshit. Um, t- I started uh, the Korean one because I really actually would love to go visit Seoul next year. Um, and I've never actually tried learning a different alphabet before. So that's really fun and interesting and challenging. Um, I have a lot of planning to do for Mirth and Misadventure. I think we're going to be able to play a lot of D&D recently, you know, in the next couple yeah, of days. Seriously. Next couple of weeks. So that'll be really, really fun. Um, guys, if you haven't started listening to Mirth and Misadventure, shit is popping off. The it's last going to be two- so fun. The last two episodes we posted, I was listening to them again on uh, Thursday at work. And maybe that was why I wasn't doing that. <laughs> but I was laughing so hard, like trying to do it quite. No, this was Friday. I was doing this Friday while I was stuffing packets. So I was doing, I, I wasn't, I was actually getting a lot done that day. Either way, I was laughing so hard. I was like crying because I was trying to do it quietly because I was at work with other people. And, you know, you can't just be like, la, 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 at, <laughs> at your desk. So, yeah, I was I was stuffing packets and quietly weeping with how funny it was. But then, like, I got to that part mm-hmm. with me and the bird, and I started crying for real a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was such a good beat. Yeah, that was a really, really, really fun session. And the session after, I thought, is is that we haven't released yet, you know, the upcoming episodes, I am extremely excited. Like, literally, everything is going to start snowballing from here. Like, it's so fun. And uh, watching a lot of TVs, um, trying to get back into writing, which has been really hard for me, you know. Um, it's I'm probably going to organize my kitchen. Nice. For me, it's kind of weird because I haven't really been isolated for very long yet. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was still going to work until yesterday morning. Um, yeah, this so, is a weird trial week for me with the allergies. So it's yeah. So I mean, we'll see kind of how I deal with things moving forward. I know for sure that I can get to about four days with no human contact before I absolutely am climbing the walls and like am a danger to myself. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but thankfully, like I I can go visit my brother in town because I know that you know I know that they're being safe and and all that kind of stuff and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still planning on playing D&D on Wednesday in person because we are all at the same level and we've all kind of talked about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're all, we're, we're all taking all of the safety precautions we can, but we all are kind of like, we need to, we need to get out of our own houses sometimes. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're making plans and making choices and stuff. It's weird because Monday is the day that I was supposed to be flying to London. (laughs) to see my sister and so I didn't really have any plans for this coming week anyway so now that I'll be here and working and all that it's just kind of strange and like even though I I like you know put took the PTO away and I'm still like working those days I left myself off on Monday um not this coming Monday but the next one um just as kind of a I'm gonna sit and do nothing this day and mourn the fact that I'm not taking the trip that I wanted to take and I'm I'm still going to be home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not having to get up and go anywhere. I'm still going to be home. So it's weird that I'm going to have to, like, figure out the difference between, like, work time and me time at home because it's all kind of the same thing. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I worked for home from home for a year when I was working in hockey and doing yeah. a bakery. And, like, that's the hardest part for me is that, like, I like having work and, and home very, very separate. Like, I'm... Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I work a job where they're like, well, you could do flexible hours. I'm like, nope, 
I am doing fucking eight to five. <laughs> like, I yeah. am not working beyond five if I don't have to. You won't catch me working on the weekends. I don't check my email on the weekends. You will not talk to me if it is not eight to five Monday through Friday. <laughs> yeah, In for serious. very special circumstances, you can talk to me. Mm-hmm. But, so that I'm not looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But, you know, we're, we're all going to get through this. In one way or another. We are. We're going to get through it together. Yes. So you guys have seen... One of the cool things that I'm actually really excited about, like if there is going to be a bright side to any of this, is it seems like because so many events are having to be canceled, um, there's going to be a lot of really, really cool streaming content. Like, did you see the thing about the Met putting operas online starting on Monday? No. I'm fucking jazzed. They're going to stream, like, they've already, I guess, recorded all of these. And so they're going to stream a new opera every day starting on March 16th. Shit. Like, and Carmen is March 16th. So check out um, the Oh, my God. I just looked over at my door. There are, like, literally four paws. (laughs) (laughs) Reaching... If there is one thing that my cats hate more than anything else, it is a closed door. (laughs) Oh my god. I just look over and it's like, they're not even doing anything. It's just like, they're like, kind of trying to bat at something under the door. There's nothing, you know? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh god, okay, sorry, keep going. No, I was just saying, yeah, check out, um, I don't know the exact website for the Metropolitan Opera, but... You know what the fuck we're talking about when we say the Metropolitan Opera. Check out what they're doing with the streaming thing. It sounds really fucking cool. I certainly have never seen Carmen and am very interested in it. So I think that's I've, I've awesome. seen zero operas in my entire life. So. Same. And like last night, I was actually um, the Toledo Symphony Orchestra. Obviously, they had a concert. They couldn't have a crowd. So they streamed their concert online. And I caught like the second half of it. And it was really cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So that was That's awesome. That was pretty great. I also got very drunk. Let me just be very real. I didn't hoard food. I, you know, I stocked up. I needed rice and I got some beans and all that shit. Did buy three bottles of wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't understand. I truly do not understand the world's run on toilet paper. I, I just don't, don't get it. Like, I, hand sanitizer, I understand. I do get that. Hand soap, I also get. Toilet paper, what the fuck are you people doing? So, like, my parents run a bed and breakfast, and they don't have toilet paper, and they have guests, and they're kind of like, hey, the one H-E-B that's near us does not have toilet paper. Can you check up in Austin for us? And I'm like, well, I'll try, but, like, I don't know what the fuck these people are thinking. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't, I, I got no answers. Like, if you're having to self-quarantine, send somebody to get you toilet paper to last for two weeks. Sure, yes, fine. If you are not, you're just being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You're just don't depriving people. By. Get groceries for enough for two weeks. That will last you. If you haven't already stocked up, most to- stores get deliveries on Mondays. So you can go Yeah, H-E-B has made it a point... You know, for us here in Texas, H-E-B has made it a point to tell everybody that they've been stockpiling things for quite some time. So they still have stuff to put out on the shelves. They are restricting their hours so that they can restock every night. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, And they will continue to do so as long as they need to. But like, yeah, it's been a little crazy. It's been bizarre. But I, I stocked up on Tuesday and the store was fine. And then the NBA canc- uh, suspended their season and then bam. Everybody got it. Yeah. I mean, I did not stockpile anything. I mean, I haven't stockpiled anything. I didn't I have, I didn't go to the grocery store until Thursday morning. And mm-hmm. I went on Thursday morning just to get my normal, like, lunch stuff mm-hmm. for work. And at 7 a.m., when there are usually 10 cars in the parking lot, there was three quarters of the way full. 
And it was, there were a million lines and people everywhere. And I was thinking to myself, maybe you should buy a few things else while you're here. But then I was also thinking to myself, you've got to fucking get to work. So <laughs> I just, I just, you know, picked up the things I needed for lunch and got to work. But it was just kind of like, what the, f- y'all seriously, what the fuck? Well, I don't have any answers, but you know who does have answers? PatrickArundel.com. Twinkle, twinkle, little stars. stars. How I wonder what you charts. Yeah, so we're going to do Rick Bonus. And he is a... Let's find out. We've done him before, but I don't remember. He was born on January 25th. He is a Aquarius. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. Aquarius. There's a live psychic webcam on this website. Just so you know. What is it? What does it? What is it showing? Just a a woman. Hang on. I'll get you a screen. I'll get you a screen grab real quick. Oh, I don't know if I want it. Too bad. I, I mean, I mean, question, she's got clothes but... on. Oh, thank goodness. All right, where are you sending it to me? I'm just going to put it in the, the Skype. She's touching her face. <gasps> Stop touching her face. She's on a webcam. It's fine. All right, weekly horoscope for Aquarius. As inquisitive Mercury pushes forward in your sign, the coming weeks can see you making progress at last. <laughs> Especially oh. if you have been taking one step forward and two steps back. Oh, and if you are ready to invest in a dream Aquarius, this week might be the milestone in this regard. By cutting back on expenses that aren't crucial, you may have more money to make it a reality. Interesting. Um, for no reason whatsoever. Let's also do Jim Montgomery. Ooh, he's a cancer. He is a cancer. I remember that from our discussion on which signs make best coaches. Yeah. Uh, Cancer, weekly horoscope. You may have an urge to get away from it all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Despite having to deal with the practicalities of life and responsibilities to key people. Wow. Still, a powerful full moon can be a turning point, encouraging you to follow your instincts. Where there's a will, there's a way. If you have your heart set on something, then it may be time to involve others. Let them help you fulfill your desires. Interesting. Um, Hang on, hang on. Actually, let me put it into a Jim Montgomery voice there real quick. One that he'll appreciate. Let them help you fulfill your desires. Oh, God, stop. (laughs) That's just weird. Oh, my God, there's a new psychic. Oh, God. Hang on. Hang Show on. me this one. Also clothed. Thank God. I think the key is that you have to dye your hair. Hey, I'd be perfect as a chat psychic. I mean, probably. All right. Who are we doing next? Have you have you chatted with these psychics? No, I haven't chatted with any psychics. I'm just guessing a joke. So, um, again, for no reason whatsoever, uh, we're going to do Ralph Kruger. <laughs> What is he? You know how I put in this in this in this here doc where Shani asks, "Are there any Burgos on the team?" Uh huh. He would be the first. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had like I knew you were building to something with that since you didn't ask the question up front. <laughs> I still want him so bad. Okay. Yes. All right. Ralph, Ralph Kruger, the star's first Virgo. Well, first at this present moment. She's manifesting, guys. She's manifesting. I am manifesting. The full moon in your sign can impact a key relationship, encouraging you to clear the air, but also see the best in this person. You could feel moved to let go of any associations that no longer serve. With Mercury pushing ahead in your lifestyle sector, you might see a gradual improvement regarding any delays. Ready for a romance or collaboration? Then go for it, Virgo. Hey, Ralph. 
You want to collab on a Dallas Star season? <laughs> Speaking of things that would make me happy. Yeah, let's go right into happy things. Happy things. Yes. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? A, who, who goes first? Why do we have a theme song for happy things? I don't know. We need to have one. We, you know what Sunday, it is. Sunday, Monday, happy, happy things. I was literally just about to go there. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, happy things. You go first. Okay, so um, as you guys know, I play D and D a lot, a lot of D and D, and um, so in my Wednesday night game, which we play literally every Wednesday night, it's a three-hour game, which is the perfect amount of time to play D and D. Um, we had our our DM put together a what he thought was going to be a one shot for uh valentine's day because we got together on the week of valentine's day and it ended up being a four-week ordeal (laughs) that we fucked up so many times but the beginning part of it was this um festival this all hearts festival that um our town puts on every year apparently and um part of the festival is that uh you you get this like you you make this cup or chalice or something Mm -hmm. that you put this cider in that you then give to your beloved or like somebody that you want to become your beloved right Mm -hmm. so i'm going there with like my entire party of six other people and um three of them not even joking either pair off with each other or buy like get cider for an npc and then it's just kind of like me and this robot kind of standing there like uh okay (laughs) and so i was and like there was another guy too that didn't do it but like the thing was it was me and a robot standing right next to each other watching all this happen and then we're both kind of like but but oh oh okay clearly everybody had a plan except us (laughs) um so i was feeling really kind of not shitty about it but just kind of like oh yeah my character to have a romance so uh, not the, that's just the setup for this. And then on Wednesday, um, our, our game almost got canceled. And at the last minute we decided that we were going to get together and play this game called the Ungame, which is like (laughs) a board game that was developed by psychologists to use in like child psychology stuff. Like you play this game to get kids to talk about their feelings because you go around this board game. There's no end. Nobody ever wins. But the questions that you land on are things like, Talk about a time in your childhood when you felt sad. (laughs) Say something nice about somebody else playing the game. Like, stuff like this, you know? Like, it's all that kind of stuff. So, um, we we like to play this game as our D&D characters to kind of help us... Yeah, so it, like, helps us flesh out, like, our backgrounds and, like, you know, our internal motivations and things that happened when we were kids and all this kind of stuff. So, um, we were playing it and, um... My friend Fee, who who introduced his character when he showed up just a couple of weeks ago as the most attractive man you've ever seen. <laughs> so that like led to a lot of the girls in the group role playing that we were all like just he would do something we would all get really distracted by it. Like it was really <laughs> it was really funny. But like he has this like tragic backstory. I mean like Liam levels of tragic oh, backstory wow. that he is just kind of unf- unfolding now. And we had this in- like our DM had come up with this encounter that kind of like brought some of this stuff to the forefront. And so he was kind of reeling from all of that. And he gets this question that was, um, what you know? It was like, what kind of music do you like best, or what's your favorite song, or something like that. And he looks at this and he he stops and he stops for a minute. And my character, by the way, is a bard because. Bards forever, but she, uh, he's he looked at, they put the card down. And he was like, "Well, uh, I mean, Avi's never really cared much about music and never really listened too much before until he heard Darby play a song, and that's my character." And I was like, oh! <laughs> "Yay!" I know it was very great. And then, then right after that, he goes, "Well, she's such a thirsty hoe." <laughs> like how dare you ruin this moment for me <laughs> but whatever it was you fine. have to you have to play to type bards yes 
obviously. So anyway, that was that was my that was a happy thing. Is that moment? <laughs> <laughs> my happy thing this week. It just happened actually. Um, I am prepping. So I took over groundskeeping. Uh, groundskeeping duties at my building and I have been planning this front yard for a couple of months now and because the weather has finally it's it's mock spring in Colorado it's gonna snow again it snowed on Monday and it it it's supposed to snow next week but uh, right now the weather's nice <laughs> so trying to get uh, the hardscaping done which is nothing to do with plants but just making sure the parts of the yard that you want like aren't going to plant anything in or look the way they're supposed to look or like that you set it up for the plants when they go in um and so my mom and rollin came up um today and they helped me with that because what we did is um they have a ton of like big pebble like big rocks like river rock type things though but you know like six by six inches like and so I built a little river path in my front yard, which is all covered in gravel. And then today, Rollin and I took our cars and went over to like just the landscaping supply place and got a bunch of river rock, like the two inch, you know, nice little round ones and filled that path in. And it looks really cool. And it's going to look awesome. so good with plants in it. And I'm so excited about it. And like, honestly, like as much as like, I'm not enjoying the social distancing stuff. I am going to be very excited about gardening. <laughs> like, I can still do that. <laughs> so, gardening is my current happy place right now. And I'm very excited about it. Nice. All right, let's get to We have a lot of reader questions. You guys came the fuck through. Yeah, you did. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. Uh, Jen, friend of the podcast, Jen, asks, number one. How many ill-advised tattoos will the stars end up with during the break? Boy, it better be zero. And I'll tell you why it better be zero. <laughs> that is not maintaining proper social distancing. That's true. That's true. It better be fucking zero. That said, if you're going to go, like, a reputable tattoo shop is probably one of the most sanitary places. I mean, that's true, but, like... All you got to do is have one dude coming in and coughing on you. That's true, too. You don't know anything about the other people that are there. That's true. You may trust your tattoo artist. How much do you trust the receptionist? Precisely. Precisely. So, yeah. Um, I it, 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 it had better be zero. Who wants to bet Tyler gets his nipples done? I mean, he's already said he's getting them done. I know, but I'm just saying he, he might just take the time to get them done. Because they'll heal probably before he would have to have his pads on. Honestly, I don't really feel like they would do it now since they just don't know when the start the season would start up again. Yeah. And, you know, like, I know that you and I think it's going to be a while, but it's not. that's not something we can depend on. And it's not like you want to put... You don't want to put your... tattooed nipples in some pads. <laughs> You know, anything. You, like, because that's just going to be a lot of fucking germs on that. Ugh, don't do it. Oh, don't gross, it. gross. Could you imagine having to play hockey with infected fucking nipples? <laughs> You're welcome. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. Question two. We are moving the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think Jim Nill will be a head coach again when the NHL starts back up? Um... There was another question on here that was like, can they do stuff? Oh, so Driving Girl asks, related. It, I, this is, I think, the one you're, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, oh, it's right. It's literally the next I, one. Yes, okay. Yeah, I, I'll just go ahead and read that one, too. Uh, our, Driving Girl asks, are we allowed to make coaching changes while games and practices are suspended? I haven't read the letter that, or the, like, the you know, the, the official thing from Gary Bettman talking about the suspension of play, but I doubt it. I would strongly um, doubt it. Like, I know um, coaching changes might be a little bit different, but because coaching changes don't matter. Like, like players are bound by the CBA, but right. coaches aren't bound by the CBA. Right. So, like, you can uh, – players are worse – even though the NBA, the NBA, the NHL is suspended right now, we're still in the no-player kind of transfer zone – Yes. So players won't get moved around, 
But I think technically you're allowed to make coaching changes. I mean, I probably, I just feel like I doubt that it's going to happen. Oh, I would strongly doubt that it would happen. But I think technically you can. Now, will Jim Montgomery be a head coach again when the NHL starts up? I don't think so, but I think he will I... be a NHL head coach next season. Yeah, probably. I would, there's nothing in his record to indicate that he will be not allowed to have a job. Nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, especially without knowing exactly what happened and what he was fired for. Again. Right. Other than, obviously, we know he has an issue with alcohol, but he's doing all the the same things that a player would do, right? Like, Yeah. So, I... He, yeah, we know there was an issue with alcohol, but we don't know what the... The firing reason was. The fireable offense was. Yep. So. But I, yeah. I if not next season, he'll be one season after. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's going to start. I don't think it's going to be when the NHL starts back up, but I, I'm sure he will be again. I don't think it's going to be for the Stars. It won't be for the Stars, for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately. All right. The, yeah, unfortunately. The best Shaney in all of the land asks, um, number one, on a scale of one to ten, how much are y'all freaking out right now? I'm living at about a six. I can go from a five to eight at any point in time. Yeah, I, I've gotten up to a nine based on things I read on Twitter, but I I generally am about a six or a seven. So yeah, I, I would say, yeah, general six. <laughs> general, I think I'm more five, but I can spike, you know? Like, yeah. So that averages I, to a six. <laughs> yeah, that, I think, yeah, I think I'm, a, I think I'm, even, even low level, I think I'm about a six. And I think that that's mostly because I have asthma. <laughs> Mm. And I already have shitty lungs and lung disease. So it's kind of like, uh, if I catch coronavirus, is this something that's going to be like, oh, and that's why she died. It's because of her shitty lungs. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. who knows? But that's just something that gives me a lot of anxiety about ever catching it. So even though I know that people in my age bracket are not as likely to present symptoms and die, it's still like, but what about me specifically with this issue? And I mean, that's so. fair, though. That's like an yeah. actual, like, good thing to consider. Like, if you yeah. have those issues, then you need to be at a higher concern. Right. right? Like, so, yeah. So that's where I'm living. About a six. Yeah. And speaking of social distancing, there's actually, so the writers group that I do every Tuesday, there are two people in that group specifically who are immunocompromised. Um, and one of them is because she has severe respiratory issues. And, um, so she was like trying to figure out a way how she couldn't, she could tell us that she wouldn't be able to come to a writer's group anyway, but we decided to just go ahead and do like an online Skype writer's group on Tuesdays now. So that'll be, that's what we're, one of the concessions we're making. Nice. We're going to have to also figure out what our, so we have a Tuesday waiter who always takes care of us. Like guy knows knows to bring our drinks when we sit down. Like, he doesn't even need to ask us. He, We always ask him what the soup of the day is, so, like, he always memorizes it to make sure that we, like, you know, he, he, he takes care of us. So we're going to try and get his Venmo <laughs> so we can oh, at least tip nice. him <laughs> while we're oh, not there. Because on a Tuesday at a bar, like, we're, like, his yeah. only table, so. Yeah. All right, number two. Can you please praise or discuss John Klingberg's buy flag tape job? I was so fucking happy when I saw that. Like it really raised my spirits um, to see by people specifically called out on pride night because we don't get a lot of non-sexualized love from NHLers (laughs) or anyone or anyone. Um, I did have the thought when reading this question though, like, I know Jamie Venn is an ally, right? We love him for that. But, like, can you imagine him trying to do, like, a specific flag with the tape jobs that he does? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Like, it would be, like, one strip of blue <laughs> and then, like, a sideways strip of pink. Ugh. <laughs> Katie would just look at this mess and be like, well, babe, you tried. Yeah. Her still color. waiting. Still waiting for uh, somebody to do an ace. Pride flag. Yeah, gotta get on that, guys. Come on, someone. All right, number three, thoughts on the blues, who will forever be the worst Pride Night. 
You mean the one they didn't have? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you saw what that was, right? Yeah, but why don't you explain it to the listeners in case they did not? Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, you guys. So the <laughs> Blues decided to make their hockeyist for everyone night an away game. An away game. An away game. They weren't even going to be in the fucking arena. It was going to be an away game. And not only was it an away game, but you had to pay to go. You had to pay to go, sit in the arena, and watch the game on the TV. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And they were going to have, like, different groups there. And the ticket sale proceeds were going to go to, like, you know, all these other people. And I know that at some level you have to, like, give money to the arena for being open. But, like, maybe you just donate that, you know? (laughs) If you're going to have a hockeyist for everyone night. Like... Stop being the worst. And then they were trying to say, well, we didn't want anything to distract from the night and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, no, 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 no. You just wanted to put in the least amount of effort that you possibly could. And you didn't even make it specifically about any one aspect of this. It's not a pride night. It's literally a hockeyist for everyone night. Like, oh, girls can play too and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, all these things we actually know, you know? Yeah. Okay, whatever. It was so, it was insulting it was so dumb it was it was weird feeling this year for dallas to not have the worst response to hockey it, for yeah, absolutely <laughs> like, it was very strange oh man well i'm glad we're not the, the worst anymore we could be yeah. better but i'm glad we're not the worst yep meep asks how many puppies will tyler sagan acquire during this break doesn't he have four right now? Like, I hope it's zero. I think he only has three. Three? It's Jerry Marshall. And Cash. And Cash. Is that it? I think that's it. For some reason, I thought he had all of the the colors of the rainbow. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, then maybe one more. What color is he missing? I mean, that's the color he'd get. Yellow. He doesn't have a yellow he lab. He doesn't have a yellow lab, so he needs one more. Yeah, he needs one more. He's absolutely getting a yellow lab. Hopefully. I'm, I'll allow I'll allow one more. Tyler Sagan, call me. You can have one more. <laughs> Megan asks, if there are playoffs, but no more regular season games, how should the league determine final standings, given that teams have played different numbers of games? Point percentage. Yeah. That's, how, that's how the AHL has to do it. Yeah. Um, because I don't remember which division, but there's one of the divisions that can't play as many games as the others just because of travel. I think it's Pacific, isn't it? Because all those teams are so far away. I think so. And I know I, I know Texas is always in that because San... Fuck, man. You know what we didn't talk about is how the San Antonio team is getting moved. Yeah, the San Antonio Rampage have played their last game. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking bizarre. It sucks. I mean, I, I have been... Do- that, was, that was the arena where I saw my first game. Mm-hmm. Was the San Antonio arena. I was watching the kid line for the Oilers, play the San Antonio Rampage. And it was the most boring game ever. The, the game ended 1-0, so you can imagine. And I was like, this is hockey? And no, it wasn't. But <laughs> Weirdly, I kept coming back for more. Um, and I have so many friends that I made because I went to that one game and, and sat down next to my friend Mandy now, who through I met Monica, my friend who I go to all the games with, and like, who now, like, I have, like, season tickets to the Majestic for musicals and stuff. Like, we became best friends, and it was all because I went to that game at the San Antonio Rampage. So I'm really sad for that, for them, and for all the season ticket holders that they're... San Antonio loves sports. They go out for sports teams. Mm -hmm. And it sucks that now they only have the Spurs left. And the Spurs are great. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking phenomenal. But, like, I can't... It just makes me so sad for that, that that... city that they keep losing out on these kinds of things you know because yeah they tried to get the saints but during katrina they tried to get the saints to come and play right. in san antonio and they came for a little bit and then they left again and it, it was very sad for the whole for everybody anyway it sucks it's really sad and the fact that they're going out like this and that was the last game it's kind of like oh well all right so, yeah, the stars are going to be a lonely island. Yeah, they're going to have so much travel. Yeah, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. Uh, speaking of baby stars, 
The Elder Kevin asks, are you aware of how large 2018 Stars, Stars fourth round pick Curtis Douglas is? Saw him play against the 67s. It was comical. Have you have you looked this up? I have I did. not looked this up. I am excited. <laughs> he, he is one inch taller. No, two inches taller than Jamie Alexiak. Holy fuck. He's six seven. He is. No, he's six nine. Jamie Alexiak oh, is six seven. Oh, for some reason I thought Alexiak was six eight, six five. Holy shit! No, Jamie Alexiak is six seven. Why is Curtis he Douglas hockey? is six nine? I don't know, but like there are all these pictures of him standing next to normal sized people that are amazing. Yes, I need him to be good so that we can get like that back into you know circulation. Yes. That is my favorite thing. Talking I mean, there's this picture next. of him. There's this picture of him in front of a goalie. It's when he was on the Spitfires and he's playing the Sarnia Sting. And he, the goalie is down on his knees and his head is literally on the level of Curtis Douglas's ass. Yes! Like, it's amazing. Oh. oh, I love this. Yeah, he's real tall. I'm glad. We needed that comic release. Thank you. Thank you, yep. Kevin, for that yep. question. Excellent question. Yep, absolutely. Okay, let me go back over. All right, Andrew, too cool for Cali LA asks, should the NHL convert to a video game league and require all the players to perform on PS4 with line changes taking over the controllers, etc.? Oh my God, until you read it out loud, I did not get what he was asking there. But yes, yes, they should do that. Also, <laughs> also yes. you guys know I have been following a single esport at this point. Um, yes, we all know. We all know. Um, my, one of the favorite things I have learned is that people who follow esports tend to call things like the NBA and hockey and et cetera, meat sports. Oh my God. <laughs> How disgusting. I know. <laughs> but I'm just starting to think it's like esports meets meat sports. <laughs> oh my God. That's how you would have to, uh, market it to the esports fans but meat sports fans are not going to get that reference no i but i freaking love it right like <laughs> oh my god the meat sports Ugh. Ugh. i'm just picturing like two pieces of ham <laughs> <laughs> colliding <laughs> the ham drum collider <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What is your We Didn't Start the Fireverse for this week? God, I hope you thought about this. I tried to write one and I couldn't I couldn't get the cadence and I couldn't figure one out. But it's I found one so that I hard. really, really love. Oh, please. Let's send us out on somebody else's very clever work. Please credit them so our, our listeners know we are not this clever. This is from Gav, Miracle of Sound, who is a producer and songwriter from Ireland. Yay, Miracle of Sound. Thank you. Send us out. On, send us out. Take us out, Marin. Stocks and markets all derailed. Hockey's, ho- Harvey's gonna rot in jail. Donnie's telling lies and tales. Cover up another fail. Tom Hanks, NBA, Italy, I'll shut away. Toilet paper, hand spray. You're not getting sick pay. We didn't start the fire. Woo! It was always burning since the world's been turning. There you go. That's it. Woo! Thank you, Gav. And that's Thanks, all Gav. we have for you today. Oh, yeah. We managed to fill quite some time on this here podcast. <laughs> talking about nothing. So. This, this podcast is a Seinfeld podcast. This is a Seinfeld <laughs> podcast. That doesn't talk about Seinfeld. No, we do not like Seinfeld, actually. We never watched Seinfeld. I'm, I never will. Uh. No, probably not. No. <laughs> it's, I mean, at this point in time, it's a little dated. So It's a little dated, and there's no self-quarantine in the universe long enough. Um, true. That also true. said, uh, we are planning on continuing the podcast. We will not be taking any break. Um, we enjoy talking to each other too much. That is so true. Yeah, I mean, honestly, listen, if you guys stick with us through this here hockey suspension, um, what you're going to get is basically Carolyn and I catching up with each other via Skype every other week. 
And that's kind of what we use it for now. <laughs> Only we also talk about <laughs> hockey at the time. Um, Nominally. So, I mean, you guys are, you guys have, you guys know what we're about. You, what we've always been about here. Um, and we would love for you to stick with us. Keep it sending be... us our, your questions. Um, we will talk about hockey if you send us hockey questions. Absolutely. If you want to send us hockey questions, we'll talk about hockey. There's just no new hockey to talk about. Uh, also, tell us what you're doing while isolated. And we'll, you know, maybe talk about that, too. And if you have any questions about what to do, like if you want books or games or, you know, TV show suggestions, mm-hmm. um, now would be a great time to get caught up on Critical Role. Those episodes are three to four hours long apiece. I have 16 hours in my backlog. And I'm only four episodes behind. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I am way more behind than that, but we're not really worried about it. No, no. Honestly, I have more fun watching clips of what they get up to on YouTube than I do watching entire episodes. So, you know, that's that's pretty much how I do the needful in this time. That's kind of where I am. But I probably will actually now that we're now that we are stuck here. I just started looking around my room like I'm literally stuck in just this room. <laughs> we are not. But we are on Twitter. So if you want to follow us, you can follow me at Classlicity. I am at Marinish. And you can follow our official Twitter at Depart Hockey. And if you have any question, comments, or hand-washing songs, you can send them to DeepHeartHockey at gmail.com. You can also find our official blog at deepheartthockey.wordpress.com where you can find from like five or six years ago an article that I put together of Jamie Alexiak standing next to regular size folks. Also, uh, we had, again, five years ago or so, uh, a hockey romance novel book club. So if you need hockey romance novel recommendations, check that tag. (laughs) We also did movies. Yeah. So yeah. Stuff to help. We watched we watched a couple of those. So, yeah. go. You know what? Check out our backlog. We also did some really entertaining recaps sometimes. There. That one of me stuck in the kitchen. Still probably one of my faves. Classic. Very classic. All right. Bye. Bye. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. A, B, C. One, two, three. Yay. That's how easy love can be. B, A, B, C. As simple as one, two, three. <laughs> as easy as doing me. A, B, C. One, two, three. You Maybe and you me, and me. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly that. Uh, fucking well done us. Uh. <laughs> and that's recorded. <laughs> I know it's getting tagged on to the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>